This is For The Air on WFNU Frogtown Radio. Don't forget to tune in every time we air on Tuesdays and Fridays at 4 p.m. You can also stream our shows on WFNU.org. Enjoy. Yeah, family, community, respect, education. Family, community, respect, education. 40, yeah. 40, yeah. 40, yeah. Ooh, it's lit. What's poppin', Earth? Thanks for tuning in. You are listening to For the Air on WFNU Frogtown Radio, brought to you by High School for Recording Arts, where the vibe is always family, community, respect, and education. We've been away for a while due to the current pandemic that we're all facing together, but today we're coming right back at you with some nice vibrations from our distance learning program, Experience Jazz. What is Experience Jazz, you might ask? Well, here's Isis, the main vocalist in the program, to tell you all about it. Experience Jazz is a 16-week program that takes place during the winter and spring of the school year. It is organized by Minnesota Jazz and Education in partnership with High School for Recording Arts. The course brings youth from across the metro together to learn the fundamentals of jazz music and performance. Students perform a wide range of musical instruments and infused with original compositions and arrangements such as jazz, hip-hop, soul, gospel, and rock, and many more genres. The youth sharpen their ensemble and performance skills while building lifelong friendships. Thanks, Isis. Experienced jazz students are led by accomplished music educators like L.A. Buckner, Omar Abdul Karim, Katia Karnes, hip-hop artists like T.L. Reigns and DJ Mickey Breeze, with business of music and production training by Scott Harold of HSRA and Rock the Cause Records. Now for the first track we're bringing to you today, Seven by L.A.'s Ensemble. Yeah. 
Now here is Seven the Remix by one of our top producers, Mickey Breeze. I called up L.A. Buckner, one of our band directors, who just so happens to be one of the best modern jazz musicians in the Twin Cities today. Here's that interview. We were at the program. When the pandemic hit, we decided to keep it going. Mm-hmm. And I just want to I just want to hear the story of how you and the other staff really came up with doing it. Well, it's, it's really, man, it's like what we do when any, any uh, adversity strikes. I'm saying it's like figure out how we move forward. How can we keep progressing? You know, how can we keep going? And um, usually, um, what I have my my ensembles do instead of reading music, instead of reading sheet music and notation, I feel like that just slows the entire music making process down. Mm-hmm. I meet the students where they are, and uh, what okay, like what do you guys already know how to play? Okay, what do you what are some of your favorite songs like when you sit down on your guitar, when you sit down on the piano, what's the one some of the first things you plunk out, some of the first chords? And I, I work with that stuff. I I, I I change it up and what they're most comfortable with. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Instead of like trying to for, like make them learn 
what this sheet music is saying and do what it's saying. It's like, no, right, right, right. but we already know. Let's, let's feed off of each other because I want to play music first. So what I was doing is I was recording, I was having them, having students, you know, we would come up with these jams and the recordings, the voice memos, that would be the sheet music. So I figured, you know, we would, we would, we could use that stuff. We could use the recordings that we made in, in, in rehearsals and we could, I could make uh, demos on, on Logic, you know, and nowadays, you know, most students have the uh, capability to record at home, you know, uh, record on their computers or record on their phones or however they would do it. And what we did was we came together with the ideas like, yo, we got these memos, we got these recordings. I made a quick little demo with like some percussion sounds and rough little keyboard parts or whatever. And I had, I sent to the students and had the students record their parts over the demo. And that's how the songs came about. If your students could only learn one thing from experienced jazz and playing in your ensemble, what would you want it to be? I would want them to know that trusting your ear and, and learning to find what you need with your ear is better than trying to read it off of a piece of paper. That's what I want them to know and believe and like just and train their ear. Or it, it takes some learning, it takes learning, it takes some time to develop that skill but that skill will help you way more in the long run than being able to read a sheet of music. What's the best piece of advice you could give to a young musician? Best piece of advice? It's a bunch of different advice. I would definitely say some great advice that I got was from one of my old bosses. And she said, she said, whatever opportunity comes your way, say yeah, say yeah to it. For like you can do that for a period of time. Now there comes a time where it's like you're gonna have to say no to like for your own sanity, for your own schedule, for your own you know you don't want to spread yourself too thin. But like even if the opportunity is kind of scary or you're unfamiliar with it, say yeah because right. it leads to something. It can lead to something. Even though it may not be the most fun, it can lead to something that's super dope that you're, you're gonna love to do. You know what I'm saying? Or, or you're gonna meet a person there who's gonna be the plug who's gonna be open that next door for you. You know what I'm saying? So like, I would definitely say, whatever opportunity comes your way, even if it's not in your wheelhouse, just accept it. Say yeah, say yeah. That's a perfect place to leave off. But thank you so much for coming in, answering these questions for me. For a, sure, lot of, a lot of what you said, I might just put on a song. I might just, you know, add fun to your closing. That was L.A. Buckner on Experience Jazz and Becoming a Musician. Now, here is the Experience Jazz theme song.
That was the Experience Jazz theme song, instrumental number one. Experience Jazz, The Sound of Distance is now available worldwide to stream and download on all digital platforms on the High School for Recording Arts record label, Another Level Records. Proceeds benefit Minnesota Jazz Education. Six years later, they caught up and put like six into him He was only 13, had me wishing she was fairytale Fictional, but you black or brown, I guess it's easy to be dismissible Ever since a principal had to be the sense of learning All of our principles, something cynical Whoa, 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 so now I'm bleeding in a hospital room And all lay beside me is a tomb Said a bit of a scratch right when I came out the womb They say I see that, I spent like ten in the mmm So I said it pay yourself, my brother Instead of pushing that powder by the corner store We probably could have been more, but God knows they can't afford us to, so we pushing the border like uh, they can't afford us to, afford us to, There's no fiction in my diction. This here jam is my jurisdiction. Diction, your body is moving, your addictions freeing your minds from the affliction. Lose is a gift from the sky, from a ghetto, and a southern lullaby from a delta. Well, it's swelter, swelter, swelter. Sons John Lee Hooker really felt you. BB King, a buddy of guy. Bessie Smith, they all on time Ezekiel saw the wheel, wheel Way in the middle of the air Now, now He wasn't too particular about a wheel Just wanna know how the rock and roll feels Yeah, yeah And the world is a ghetto The world is a ghetto Ghetto
Hello, everybody. Welcome back to For the Air, hosted by High School for Recording Arts on WFNU Frogtown Radio. This is Dante Katana. It feels good to be back. I am sharing the second half of today's show with my co-host, Wisdom Bush. You just heard the experienced jazz take on the 1973 classic, The World is a Ghetto by the band War. At HSRA, we believe in connecting our students with opportunities in the community to collaborate with other cultural institutions and civic leaders. After the tragic killing of George Floyd, HSRA teamed up once again with the multi-Grammy award-winning Sounds of Blackness to record Sick and Tired, an emotionally charged street anthem and protest song that speaks to racial injustice in America today. Here to tell us about the making of Sick and Tired is my co-host, Wisdom Bush, who sat down with Gary Hines, the founder and visionary of the world's greatest gospel choir, The Sounds of Blackness. So... Sick and Tired is a protest anthem about the racial injustice in America and around the world. So can you tell us about the forces that drove you to write and record Sick and Tired? Oh, absolutely, Wisdom. Sounds of Blackness has always been about uh, justice, equality, consciousness, the movement uh, for equality for our people and for all people. And so Sick and Tired was a natural for us. That phrase, wisdom, a lot of people use it. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, but a lot of people don't know where that phrase comes from. It comes from the great civil rights activists and human rights activists, Fannie Lou Hamer. We lost her some years ago, and actually just a couple of weeks ago, we celebrated uh, her heavenly birthday, as we say. But Fannie Lou Hamer was a longtime civil rights activist from Mississippi, put her life on the line, uh, on foot registered thousands of people to vote in deep Mississippi, you know. She was assaulted by the police, by the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, her life was on the line. And she is the one that told the world at the 1964 Democratic National Convention, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. So when Brother George Floyd was murdered, you know, five blocks from where Sounds of Blackness rehearsed, uh, we were there at the first night of the protests. And, you know, the, the good Lord sent those words into my head, Fannie Lou's, Lou Hamer's words. And I thought also, uh, if this is gonna be a song, uh, what better way to get it out there and really make it an anthem for the movement than to once again have the honor of uh, including students from HSRA as we did, Sounds of Blackness did in our previous single, Royalty. Right, okay, cool. Um... What inspired you to once again work with HSRA and our students? Well, in a word, excellence. Uh, you know, there's there's so much talent, heart and soul, uh, and and excellence uh, in and at and around HSRA. And uh, I knew that all along, but I was blessed to learn it firsthand. You know, thanks to Brother TC and Brother Scott Harold, uh, all the staff there. Uh, when we first met, uh, because royalty was a, a KMOJ actual project, uh, you know, uniting sounds and H and HSRA for the project. And uh, just getting even closer to the school and to the students and interacting with them and Phil Winden, uh, the, the amazing uh, um, engineer that oversaw, even though many of the students actually engineered many of the sessions as well and on the production. Um, but, but being firsthand, uh, having firsthand experience with the students face-to-face, one-on-one, um, I was inspired even more and, and uh, honored as Sounds of Blackness to work with them. Right, right, that's what's up. Yep. What do you hope people will walk away with when they listen to Sick and Tired? Every movement uh, for justice equality has had a primary theme song. Uh, if you go all the way back to the civil rights movement and Martin Luther King in the 60s, 
Um, there were several songs, you know, Ain't Gonna Let Nobody Turn Me Round and Old Freedom, but everybody knows that the, that the primary uh, anthem for the civil rights movement is We Shall Overcome. Uh, and then fast forward to like the late 60s, early 70s, uh, the Black Power Movement uh, and, and the Black Pride Movement. You know, there were several, so there was Young, Gifted and Black, uh, Take It From Me, One Day We'll All Be Free, Donny Hathaway, Aretha Franklin. The, the main song was one of the most important songs in our history, uh, Wisdom. James Brown, Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud. But it, it seems funny nowadays to think that that would be a revolutionary statement to say that. But believe me, growing up then, back then it was. And so now with the Black Lives Matter movement and the movements for, for justice and equality, you know, here in 2020, uh, Sounds of Blackness really believe that sick and tired, you know, with our extra special guest, HSRA, should and can really be the anthem for today's movement. Right, definitely, I hear that. Yeah. I like that. Um, what do you think is the next step for our nation to heal from the trauma of racism? I think we all, uh, and especially the majority culture, because, uh, you know, that has not been taught the history of African-American people, uh, of women, of, of people of color. Uh, I know this is going to sound different, uh, but I believe people are often, and, and especially some of my, my, my really uh, dear and close white friends and colleagues are asking, you know, Gary, what can I do? What should we do? They're looking for something tangible to happen, uh, right in line with your question, Wisdom. And my answer to that is this, become a student of history, because we can't know where we're going unless we know where we are, and we can't know where we are unless we know where we've been. And by we, I mean all people. And we still, it's a crime these days that we still in 2020 and going into 2021 have to have Black History Month because right. the, the reason is because it, it the history of African-American people and people of color and women is still not in the regular curriculum. And some people have the nerve to ask, do we still have to have Black History Month? Well, yes, because we have not incorporated it into the curriculum. And the importance of history, um, if, if you don't remember anything else I say, Wisdom, history equals humanity. That's why I'm, I'm harping on history so much. I don't care how well-intentioned uh, a person is or a group is, if you don't know the history of a people and their contributions uh, to your life and to, to America and to world culture, it's unnatural to see them, even if it's a subconsciously, to see them as less than you are. So to the, the real, we can have all the programs we want, but until we really uh, learn our history and other people learn the history of, of black and people of color, and of women, uh, that's gotta be the first step to really make a difference. That's nice. Um, well, that's all the questions we have for you today. Um, thanks for coming and giving us your wisdom. I really appreciate it. Is there anything else you'd like to say to the community? Absolutely. Uh, Sounds of Blackness in January, uh, we'll be celebrating our 50th anniversary uh, as a group. And so we, we thank God and we thank this community that, that, gave, that birthed us. Uh, we thank and, and supports us uh, and supports HSRA. Uh, so this is a chance to say thank you directly to the community and uh, through your show. So thank you. Wisdom. Thank you, Gary Hines of Sounds of Blackness for joining us on For the Air, hosted by High School for Recording Arts. My name is Dante and we are broadcasting every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday at 4 p.m. Central Time on WFNU Frogtown Radio. You can also stream us worldwide at www.wfnu.org. 
Thank you to everyone who listens and supports our show. Until next time, we leave you with the sounds of blackness, sick and tired, featuring High School for Recording Arts. Be safe out there, everyone, and have a great week. This is Dante Katana, signing off.